Whisper in the yard and turn the trees all into toys. Lay there on the ground and turn the dirt into your joy. Before you start to drift and your soul begins to scream, I just wanted to tell you that you're listening to a dream. Pace's Playground. Pace's Playground Podcast. Hey, Frankie, welcome to the Pace's Playground Podcast, sir. Oh, thanks for having me. This is an honor. I'm actually having a conversation with a UFC champion, man. I am flattered to be talking to you. Ah, no need to be. No need to be. <laughs> Before we get to your third fight with Menard, I've watched your, your uh, second fight uh, with him at a UFC 125. And, um, man, he got you good in the first round. How did you come back in the second round? What happened in the corner between the two rounds? Yeah, you know, uh, I was able to regroup pretty good. Uh, I recovered well. You know, I definitely think that's a you know testament of uh, you know just how I prepare and my conditioning and whatnot. And uh, <clears throat> you know, my team really you know calmed me down and got me through it, got me back to focusing on the you know, task at hand. So uh, you know, I really got to give it to them. After the fight, you uh, said to Joe Rogan that you could not at that moment remember what happened in the first round. Now today, can you remember something that happened inside the octagon on that night on the first round? Yeah, you know, after you watch it, it kind of, you know, comes back to you uh, pretty quickly. So, uh, you know, I watched it numerous amount of times, and, uh, you know, I see what happens. So, uh, you know, I was proud, proud of how I bounced back, but, uh, you know, let's try not to make that happen again. You're a graduate of political science at the Clarion University. How come someone interested in politics uh, gets involved into MMA? Well, I mean, I guess politics is, is kind of a fight as well, right? <laughs> now, you know, I just, uh, I, I didn't think I was going to get into politics or anything like that. Uh, it's just something I decided to study, uh, you know, caught my interest at the time. Um, you know, I uh, kind of, after graduating, uh, you know, I went to the plumbing field. My father had a plumbing company, so that's what I originally was doing. You know, I'm not much of a political science guy, to be honest with you. If you were to become president then, I guess your motto would be uh, vote that bill, else I'm going to punch you right in the freaking face. <laughs> yeah, yeah, keep your hands up and your chin down, you know. <laughs> I am a pro wrestler. I've, I've done pro wrestling for 12 years. Now I am a karate uh, black belt, and I've done that for four years. And since you're a wrestling guy yourself, is it hard for a wrestling-based fighter to become a natural with striking? Yeah, it was it was definitely a challenge in the beginning, you know. Um, I've definitely been in, uh, you know, my share fair of uh, little tussles, I guess you could say, growing up. But, uh, you know, being in there, you know, as a professional and, you know, coming from the wrestling background, it definitely was an adjustment to go from, uh, you know, wanting to, you know, be on the ground to being willing to stand up. But, uh, you know, I think I have a good team around me and uh, a great boxing coach, and, and uh, he's definitely helped me adapt. And now I feel, uh, you know, 100% comfortable on my feet. How long did it take you to uh, to feel some kind of performance standing up on your feet inside of a MMA ring? Um, you know, I think I made a pretty quick jump, you know, able to at least, you know, have some flurries. Um, but probably until I fought Sean Shirk that I feel, you know, 100% comfortable to stand up the whole time. Now you're facing this weekend for the third time, Gray Manor, in order to defend your lightweight championship. You lost the first fight. Second fight was a draw. Do you feel like you owe the fans or you owe yourself uh, a victory now since you're 0-1 and 1 against Menard? Yeah, you know, uh, I always feel like I owe myself a victory. You know, uh, myself and my teammates, uh, you know, my family, you know, all the sacrifices that they put in and I put in myself. Um, you know, I train to win all the time. So, uh, you know, I'm going in there to, to get this win and uh, put Gray behind me. So you faced a lot of tough fighters uh, since your last fight with Menard, uh, BJ Penn being one of them. 
Uh, is it obsessive to, to see that you've got that one guy that comes up every now and then to face you? Yeah, you know, it's, uh, it's definitely good for competition. It's good for motivation for myself, you know. Um, I guess if you, you ran through everybody, you really wouldn't, um, you know, have to buckle down and see what, uh, what things you need to do to get better. So uh, if anything, Gray has made me a better fighter. So what's the preparation strategy for a, a guy uh, you've faced already twice You know, sit down with the team to see what, uh, you know, looking at the previous fights, see what, work, what worked, what didn't, see what he did well, and see what, uh, you know, things I can capitalize on. But, um, you know, just got to go in there and show up on Saturday night. That's the biggest thing. Frankie Edgar, this has been a pleasure talking to you, man. It was a pleasure talking to you as well. Thank you so much. This is Playground Podcast. Find it here on SoundCloud and iTunes. Comment Reactor Troll via Twitter at PlaygroundPod, Facebook.com slash PlaygroundPodcast. Email PlaygroundPodcast at Hotmail.com. PlaygroundPodcast.com.